Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Richmond's Morning News, News Radio WRVA. My name is Gary Hess. In for John Reed. Today is Thursday, January the 11th, 2024. Still getting used to saying 2024, but I'm getting there because we're 11 days in now, and I have no choice because that's what year it is. A lot of great stuff still to come for you, but right now we wanted to bring in uh, Jonathan McNamara from the Red Cross of Virginia to talk about uh, a, 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 a situation that is uh, pretty significant. First of all, Jonathan, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, Gary. Thanks for having me. Yep, it's good to talk to you again. Uh, I saw where blood donations were of the lowest in 20 years over the holidays. As we sit here on January 11th, where do things stand in terms of the blood supply here in the Richmond area? Yeah, so to put that in, in context, we saw about a 7,000 uh, donation shortfall between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, and that is a ripple effect that impacts every single hospital and all of us. None of us know when we're going to go into uh, a hospital setting uh, and need a blood transfusion. One in seven patients um, in a hospital in Central Virginia may find themselves in the need of a blood transfusion. And that uh, is why we sounded the alarm this week, uh, letting donors in the area know that we have seen a 40% reduction in blood donors over the last 20 years to, uh, to the American Red Cross and blood suppliers across the country. Uh, and that is why uh, Governor Yunkin uh, rolled up his sleeves to donate blood uh, on Friday, uh, why so many others in the community, hospital leaders and partners, are also encouraging people to make that contribution to the Red Cross, uh, because this is something that is not going to just take days to overcome, uh, potentially months, actually, uh, whereas we try to find ourselves in a position to make sure that our blood supply has a five-day supply of those key blood types on hand. Uh, because this is something where if you have a trauma patient who comes into an emergency room, um, to, to put it into context of what one patient could use up to 100 units of, or more of blood, uh, that means we need 100 donors to meet the needs of potentially one patient. Uh, so that's why we hope people who listen to this story understand the importance and the significance of this issue uh, and schedule an appointment to donate blood. Obviously, this is not a problem that was created overnight. Uh, over the course of years, donations have gone down. Do we have any understanding why that is? Yeah, and we do surveys just like any uh, polling. A lot of habits have changed, um, you know, office habits where we have a lot of big blood drives at, at corporate um, centers or, or community parks. Um, people are going to the offices less. We've had, uh, obviously, the, the pandemic and flu and, and RSV have caused people recently in the last couple of weeks and months to be more sick, which reduces the number of potential donors. 
We've also just seen uh, less of a connection to this. People's habits have changed in terms of the way they give back to the community. Um, that's why at the Red Cross, we're doing a lot of different things to try to encourage people to see blood donation um, as a way that they help to build a strong and resilient community. Um, we're also increasing uh, the number of incentives that we have uh, this month during the month of January. If you're somebody that gives blood to the Red Cross, um, you're entered for a chance to uh, go to the Super Bowl. Um, so lots of different ways we're working with community partners to get people to understand why this is important. Um, but honestly, a lot of it just comes from, from one-on-one conversations and a grassroots message. We need people to encourage their friends, their family members, their coworkers um, to give blood. If you're somebody who has a family member who's received a blood transfusion during their lifetime and, and you saw the impact that it makes, um, you can have a real big difference by, by telling your friends and family about that because that's the type of thing that we know from past experience uh, that motivates people to give, that motivates people to understand the importance of this. Uh, and that's part of our strategy as well is we're, uh, you know, putting out testimonials and conversations and stories like this um, to remind people. Because fortunately, when we do put out these types of emergency appeals um, in the past, what we've seen is a big response from the community. Um, what I would encourage your listeners to understand, though, is what we do typically see, though, is appointments start to fill up for, the, for just the next couple of days. And then we see a decline again um, once the story gets off the headlines and out of the news. Um, so if you're somebody here who, who tries to log on to redcrossblood.org and, and doesn't see an appointment today or tomorrow, um, schedule it in the weeks to come. Because I said, when you're talking about the numbers that we're looking at, this is going to take weeks at the very least to try to overcome. Uh, and this also comes at a time, though, and, and Governor Yunkin mentioned this in his remarks on Friday, we're also seeing an increase in demand for blood. So that's what I think has made this such a, a critical need. Uh, it's, it's not only a reduction in those donations that we're seeing come into the Red Cross, it's at the same time as we've seen a spike in demand from our area hospitals. Um, so once again, hopefully people will answer the call to help the Red Cross support those area hospitals. Jonathan, I know your focus is local. Is this a problem that is happening across the country? Uh, is is the Richmond area kind of just emblematic of things that are happening everywhere, or is that something specific yeah. here? Yeah, 100%. And it's important to know that we are a national supplier of blood, and that's a really critical advantage that the Red Cross has, because when we see a reduction uh, in donations here in the Richmond area, we're able to pull blood um, from across the country. There's been a lot of headlines about weather. Um, that's another major factor that has led to um, a reduced number of, of blood units on our shelves is when we see um, snowstorms and, and the, the weather that we all dealt with this week. We saw blood drives canceled in communities across the country. Uh, we're anticipating more weather tomorrow and there's uh, potential for winter storms next week. Unfortunately, when that happens, we'll see potentially dozens of blood drives canceled that we then have to make up over the days to come. Um, we're not immune from uh, the flu. Uh, we've had staff members who have been, been out sick over the past couple of days and weeks. Uh, if we have a team that goes down uh, with illness, that could lead to a blood drive that gets canceled. So we're just trying to, to really illustrate the many, many factors that lead to a situation like that. It's a very nuanced situation. Um, and that's why, again, when we highlight this problem takes time to solve, um, but we are not immune from these issues here in the Richmond area. Fortunately, I will say the Richmond business community, um, corporations in our area uh, were great partners to the Red Cross, um, have been opening up their doors. We see local businesses um, that host blood drives. That's another way, if you're somebody listening to the story that has uh, a group of employees that are, that are passionate about the community, um, think about hosting a blood drive and encouraging your membership base. If you're a church um, or community organization, those are our partners that allow us to do this work. Um, Redcrossblood.org, if you'd like to sign up to host a blood drive, our team would love to talk to you uh, and we'll help to meet this need here in Central Virginia as we move into the future. 
obviously every response of any kind is important in a situation like this. But are the the, the corporate and the you, know, you mentioned churches those those blood drives that can be organized? Is that a way to really uh, take big swings at this, or do you get more impact from just people individually responding? It's got to be a combination of the two. Um, the Red Cross is a symbol that we're all familiar with, but when you step back and realize what the Red Cross is, over 90% of our workforce are volunteers. Um, the blood drives that happen in our community only happen because corporations and companies and churches uh, and, and other organizations uh, have a willingness to step up to the plate, open their doors, host those blood drives, but not just host the blood drives. They're the ones that are encouraging their uh, their employees, their supporters, their members um, to show up. Uh, in many situations, they're the ones that are offering incentives, uh, helping to, to encourage not only their employees to give, but encourage people in the community to come to those blood drives. So it really is a true partnership in every sense of the word. Our community is strong because of these organizations work with the Red Cross, uh, and it's the type of support that's going to come from those relationships as we go into the future that's going to allow us to meet these needs. If there's a corporate partner in the area that you're familiar with, um, the Dominion Energies of the world, the, the CarMaxes, the Altrias, they're partners of the Red Cross. are also some of the organizations that do the most in terms of support uh, of our blood drives. But it's also hundreds of local community groups and churches that open their drives, uh, their doors to support our drives. Um, and these happen every day in our area. Um, it's a lot of their employees that are the volunteers. It could be your neighbor um, who not only helps to uh, support those blood drives, but we have people who actually volunteer to drive the blood from our facilities to local hospitals uh, as part of our transportation specialist team. So many different ways um, that your neighbors help to support the Red Cross um, each and every day. Uh, and it's this type of help that, again, is really critical to allowing us to meet the needs of these hospital partners um, who we're hearing from now that this is really having an impact on them um, as they're already stretched uh, during respiratory viruses. Season. We want to make sure they don't have another healthcare crisis on their hands. Uh, Redcrossblood.org. Please make that appointment again over the weeks to come uh, as we help to meet this need. We're talking to Jonathan McNamara from the Red Cross of Virginia about a blood shortage. I want—I know you alluded to it earlier, but I think it's worth repeating. And I want—I want, I want you to stress it one more time. Talk about where supplies need to be and where you are currently. Yeah, we want uh, in a best case scenario with the Red Cross to have a five-day supply. Uh, of those key blood types on our shelves uh, to make sure that if there is a, uh, a mass event that requires a significant amount of blood or a trauma patient that comes in uh, to an area hospital, we have that. Currently, we're at less than a day's supply of those key blood types on hand in our facilities, not just here in Virginia, but across the country. Um, now, I always want to say that that sounds dire. It is. However, the beauty of the Red Cross is we can move blood. So I, I, I don't want to necessarily scare people that if there is an event where we need significant blood, the beauty of the Red Cross is we can move it throughout our system. But that can have an impact on elective surgeries. If you're somebody who needs a hip replacement, um, a knee replacement, that's happening. Those surgeries could potentially be delayed if there isn't enough blood on the shelves. Um, if you're a patient with a condition like sickle cell, um, that could lead to um, either less blood being transfusion or being delayed. And that's what, again, we're trying to prevent. We want to make sure that if you're a doctor or a nurse that's in a hospital setting that has a patient that needs blood, we want you to be able to transfuse that blood when it's needed for that patient um, so that they can get the best quality care imaginable. Um, if you're a mother who's having complications after childbirth, we want to make sure that mother can receive the blood. Um, so many different ways uh, that people can find themselves in need of a blood transfusion. Uh, and that's why I say this is an issue that affects all of us. Um, and it also affects all of us because there's 
there's no substitute for you, the donor. If you're somebody who does roll up your sleeve at one of our drives, uh, it's not like we can create that blood in a lab. Uh, it's not like we can go buy it uh, from a medical supplier. We need you, that donor, to make that commitment. I can't think personally of another way that you can help to save a life by just giving 45 minutes to an hour of your time at a local blood drive. Um, this is a, a real great way that you can feel um, good about yourself and knowing that you're helping to, to strengthen our community and make sure we're ready for whatever comes our way. Um, again, redcrossblood.org, I'm going to say it as many times as I can. Um, schedule that appointment because we can't do it without you. Uh, while the need is across the board, is are there any specific blood types that are particularly in need? Yeah, I, I obviously everybody knows that the universal blood type, that O positive, O negative, are the ones that get a lot of attention. But it, when you're dealing with a situation like this, um, if you have a blood type, we need your blood type, um, and that's important because it, one, it may seem sound cliche, but um, our blood type needs, our blood supply needs to re- uh, basically reflect the communities in which we serve. Um, and I say that because we do have patients with conditions like sickle cell um, who can only receive blood donations from a particular type of donor. Um, and this is important for communities of color and, and minority communities um, because it, the markers in their blood, that's why we need to have that diverse blood supply. Um, so please, if you're somebody listening to this who's like, yeah, I have, uh, I'm willing to do this. Uh, I have some time over the weeks to come. Um, we need your blood type. We don't, we don't want this to just be boiled down to those ones that maybe are in the headlines. Um, this is an across-the-board challenge, uh, and it's going to need an across-the-board response from, from all of your listeners uh, and all the people in the community who have a willingness to do this. Again, going back to the beginning of the conversation, when you're seeing a 40% reduction in the number of people who have been willing to donate blood um, or who have been showing up to blood drives, that means that we as an organization and we as a community uh, need to do more to encourage people to, to give for the first time. Uh, or to to see this as the way that they give back to the community. Um, that's not something that's going to happen overnight. That's going to involve community conversations. That's going to involve um, many different things that we're going to have to do to encourage more people to give. Unfortunately, um, uh, when you tell somebody there's a problem, you have an opportunity for them to be part of the solution. Uh, and that's what we're hoping happens today and over the weeks to come uh, as we try to increase the number of people willing to look at this as a way that they give back to the community. Um, I'm optimistic that people will respond because, again, I've been doing this job now for 13 years. When we put out these calls, people do listen uh, as we try to come up with long-term solutions to the number of people who do see this as a way they give back. Okay, give that website one more time. A redcrossblood.org. And one more thing, if you're somebody listening who says, I- I'm not eligible to donate blood, but I still want to help, Every single one of our blood drives in the community is only possible because of local volunteers. If you have a couple of hours a week, you'd want to give back, redcross.org slash volunteer. We'd love to have you on our team and help us meet the needs uh, of local hospitals uh, as you support us as a volunteer. It's a critically important way um, that we're able to do our jobs. That website is whether you want to organize a blood drive or just donate individually. Jonathan, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, best of luck. Happy New Year. Thanks. Thanks again, Gary. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. You got it. That's Jonathan McNamara from the Red Cross of Virginia, News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.